Hello. Thank you for joining us on Live, Learn, Love, Lead, a podcast of Bethel Christian Church in Warren, Michigan. Our mission is to live in the power of Christ, learn to become like Christ, love as the family of Christ, and to lead others to Christ. This year, our aim is to grow in these four L's. Listen for this week's thoughts. Hello and welcome to Live, Learn, Love, Lead, the weekly podcast of Bethel Christian Church. I'm your host, Daniel Hodson, and with me is... Danielle Hodson, thanks for joining us today. We are in Proverbs chapter 22 and verse 22. And it says, verse 22 and 23, Do not rob the poor because he is poor, or crush the afflicted at the gate. For the Lord will plead their cause and rob of life those who rob them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the first thing that jumped off me, off the page, at me was, uh, or crush the afflicted at the gate. Mm-hmm. So my understanding is the gate, especially... You know, in the times when this was written, that's where that was the business center. That's where life happened. That's where uh, you took your grievances, you took uh, issues, and there were people there that would help uh, mitigate decisions and discussions, differences. They would dispense justice, transactions, and transactions. That's that's where where everything took place. And um, I know I'm kind of jumping the first part, but that just really kind of spoke to me is like crushing the afflicted at the gate is it's like denying justice to those who really need it. And then to take it in context of the first part, do not rob the poor because he's poor or crush the afflicted at the gate. I'm, I think so many times throughout scripture, you know, it says... When you lend to the poor, you lend to the Lord, and the Lord will repay. The Lord looks after the the orphan, the widow, and the poor. Mm-hmm. And time and time again, it's is God looks after those who are marginalized, those who don't have a voice within their culture or society. Uh, God cares for those who don't have the means to care for themselves. And when you take advantage of that person. God takes it personally. Mm. When you take advantage of someone just because you have the power to do that, it like really gets you on bad on God's bad side. You know, it's it's he he takes that very passionately. Um and it just it just jumped out at me. Mm-hmm. What about you? Yeah, I, well, I just, I, I had a lot of similar thoughts about the gate. Um, crushing the afflicted, those words are very um, powerful, colorful, like they're just very strong words to crush, yeah, crush. the afflicted. <laughs> yeah. um, and, and what that might look like, I was wondering what that might look like for us today to rob the poor because they're poor or to crush the afflicted like in what everyday circumstances might might I come across this situation um, in my life and it it might be I don't I don't know if not giving is the same as robbing I don't think that's the same but 
but but crushing them maybe if a family is struggling or you see someone struggling um, be it someone in the grocery line ahead of you that is doesn't have enough to pay their grocery bill or ran out of their their EBT card or whatever it is or someone on the corner asking for money we tend to I don't want to say we tend to that's a sweeping statement but it's not uncommon for people to sort of crush them right mm. in their even in their hearts or in their minds instead of being generous um, even if I'm not talking about money being generous just of love and in spirit um, and encouragement and and generous in our humanity even maybe Um, like that's one way but that still feels that feels like an extreme I think we can crush those who are afflicted if our children come to us and we're dealing with a sin and they're in shame and then we if if we were to further crush them or a co-worker has missed a deadline and instead of helping them we just pile on more shame i think shame yeah. is a big way that we we crush people that are already carrying the load of being overwhelmed with life or the weight yeah. of their sin yeah it, because that also it points them to our inconvenience of their circumstance Ooh. not not just does it not point them to christ not point them to the source of needs Mm-hmm. It points to us and how wow. we are interpreting what they're going through. When when a, a child needs correction and instead of pointing them to a savior, we point to our annoyance or we point to inconvenience. Inconvenience. And now now we got to take time to discipline and you Man, and it, and instead of saying, "Hey, let's take it to Jesus," because I'm a sinner too. Right. I I miss the mark too, and I need to be pointed to Christ. I don't need to be pointed to my sin. I'm aware of when I miss it. I don't need to have that rubbed in my face. I need to be pointed to a forgiving, loving Savior. I don't need to be pointed to to more. You know, mm-hmm. to more fault. Well, that doesn't. It's the kindness of God that draws us to repentance, yeah. right? And there's no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. And I think, I mean, I was reading a book this week, and it was talking about toxic shame and, and like a healthy, a healthy shame, like a healthy type of shame is being able to say, like, yes, I messed this up. Help me remember who I am in Christ. Oh yeah, that's good. And like we can help people do that and instead of crushing them, we can help bear one another's burdens that way. Like yes, we messed up. That's why Jesus came and died, but let's help us bear that burden of of removing that shame uh, because it's something we all have in common. Yep. That we need a savior. We all do. Um, and and yeah, so it's interesting to think about crushing. We don't want to, we can crush people with our words. Mm-hmm. Like I think of several moments throughout the last year where <clears throat> someone is speaking to me, be it you or someone at church or one of my students or one of our girls. And I have that moment and I can 
instead of like the Lord has let me see like the power of my words, like I speak into them and it's like almost goes down into their spirit and yep. life grows out of that. Like we can take those moments um, that God gives us. And instead of crushing people, we can take the opportunity to speak life. Every time we speak to someone in any part of our day, if we're at work, the gas station, ordering lunch, um, texting with somebody, calling an Uber with our family, with our neighbors, Every time we see someone, we have an opportunity to speak life or to to, to crush, really, like yeah. to walk away. And, and so we can ask the Lord to help us not do that. Um, and then think, like looking at verse 23, it says, For the Lord will plead their cause and rob of life those who rob them. What do you immediately think of? Is, is like you referenced earlier, just how the Lord defends the cause of the widow and the orphan and the alien or the foreigner, or the stranger, the marginalized. Um, he says that over and over again. But I wanted to be clear also, it's not an either or. Like if, if someone isn't marginalized, it doesn't mean he's not for us. The Lord is right. for us. Right. But he, I think he, he wants his love to be made known to all and there are some people that tend to be left out of society or viewed as less important and yes, that absolutely. is something that he i think that he despises i mean there's parables and proverbs and things about all all, all types of things about basically walking past the person you think that's not important mm-hmm. and and putting yourself or someone else, giving someone else the place of importance. Um, and that's, usually we do that when we think there's something that person can give to us instead yeah. of honoring that person. Um, and that's, I mean, I think we have that opportunity all, every day in the way that we treat people and we respond to people. We walk past one person at a party if they're not something or do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you know what just struck me is at one point, we were all on the outside. Christ came so that we could all be a part of his family, to be reunited with God. And so at one point, everybody was outside of that family. And so now through Christ, that family is growing. And so who are we to say you can't be in the family. Who are we to say that God loves you less? And maybe not in our words, but in our deeds. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you're not. Well, we're his ambassadors. Yeah, it's it's not an us versus them. Right. It's like we are, we are all given the same opportunity to respond to the to the reconciliation that's available through Christ. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's pray and ask the Lord to help us to, I think we talked about this last week, though, to love justice and mm-hmm. to act with mercy and, and and to just walk in his love and instead of crushing people, just speak life to them and, and even to ourselves. Like, that's a whole other conversation, but how often do we crush our own, crush, crush our own selves um, with condemnation or shame or frustration or whatever, but that the Lord is a good God who's full of grace and mercy and his mercies are new every morning. Yeah. Lord, we come to you and we thank you so much for this day. Thank you for your word that is living in an active and sharper than any two-edged sword. And thank you for these words um, that 
have so much to them. It's just a couple of little sentences, but there's so much that we can glean from them when we when we stop and gaze at them. And and I pray that you will help us as your children, as your ambassadors, that we will live as dearly loved children first and then out of that live a life of love and be imitators of you. I pray that you will help us to instead of crushing people to lift people to give them courage to help carry burdens to speak life to speak love and um, i pray that you will help us to be on the lookout this week for those that are that are afflicted and that and that you will help us to speak with the mercy and the love of christ and and that you will minister that to us personally in our own hearts the places where we are crushed and afflicted or feeling poor um, that you will speak your love and your mercy to us thank you that you are good and faithful and alive and true and that you are you never fail us and we thank you that you are a god that is faithful and we love you in jesus name amen amen thank you for joining us today For more information, visit us at BethelChristian-MI.org or find us on social media. To stay updated on upcoming episodes, please consider subscribing to the podcast. We pray you will be empowered to live, learn, love, and lead in the power and love of Christ.